Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana K. White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process as I figure out ways to keep my own home under control. I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 295, and I'm calling it Getting Started is Not a Team Effort. Mm. Okay, so I've already said it, and you may have already like flinched or cringed or like tightened up your bow, honey, whatever, because I'm going to try to be nice. I am going to be nice. I'm always nice. I'm just kidding. I'm not really always nice, but I'm going to try to approach this in a way that, well, I am going to approach it from my own perspective, from knowing that I had to get over this idea that to get started, I needed everybody in my home and in my life on board before I got started. Like that That's the natural tendency, especially for the person who's overwhelmed, especially for the person who lives with other people. And yes, other people do make it harder. But I had to get over this idea that we all had to be on board before we got started in order to actually start and in order to actually make progress. And so um, and the reason I talk about this is, um, I hear this a lot from people and I've heard it lately, but if you were the person who left a comment or sent me an email or whatever, or just said something at some point about this, I'm not talking, I'm not thinking of any one person. This podcast came to mind because I hear this a lot. So you are not the only one. I was the same way. And yet I had to get over this idea of getting everyone on board before I started in order to actually make progress. Okay. So getting started is not a team effort. That doesn't mean that working on your house is not a team effort. It doesn't mean that making progress or maintaining or keeping the house clean or keeping the house under control is not a team effort. But I am here to say getting started is not a team effort. I'm sorry. Okay, but but here's the reasons why. All right. So first of all, let's talk about why that's natural. Okay, is yes, not all of the mess is yours. Yes, the house is not just yours. And so it feels logical that if we are really going to make a change, like if things are ever really going to be better, well, then if it's all of our mess, then all of us need to change. Okay. And yet, by thinking that way for getting started, you are automatically putting yourself in a more difficult position. You are automatically making it harder to get started by thinking of getting started as a team effort, okay? 
you can only control yourself. I've said it a million times. You know that when you think about it, you know that when you help other people in their unique situations, let's say that you have kids that are in your life and they want someone else to do what they want to do. And you say, you can't control other people. I mean, you can tell them, you can tell that to someone else. Um, let's say that you have people who work for you and one of them complains about another. You would very quickly probably be able to say, you can only control yourself. You can't actually control other people. So do what you can do. It's the same in every situation in life. You actually cannot control other people. I, before I had kids, thought I would be able to control my kids. I learned very quickly that, um, no, I can motivate them. I can encourage them. I can guide them. I can put consequences in place to help them learn things. I can teach all those things, but I can't actually control another person. Okay. All those things that I just mentioned about guiding, motivating, putting in consequences, blah, blah, blah. You guys, that's a lot of energy that's required to teach and guide and motivate and blah, blah, blah. You need that energy to get started on your house. So when I'm talking about getting started, I am talking about the point at which you decide I have got to make changes in my home, probably because you're overwhelmed by your home, probably because your house is out of control or constantly a mess or just driving you bananas. All right. It's going to take physical and emotional, usually more emotional, even than physical. I've come to believe energy for you to get going on your house. Bringing everybody else in on this requires a lot of emotional energy because then you're also putting yourself in a position where your energy, your emotional energy is going to be um, under someone else's power. (laughs) It, It is emotionally draining to have your expectations not met. It is emotionally draining to ask something of someone and them not deliver. Okay. That's a lot of draining of emotions and you need that emotional energy to actually start on your home. Let's talk about one of our sponsors, BetterHelp. 2020 was interesting and 2021 is still interesting. So let's do a mental health check-in. How are you really? And what do you need right now? Therapy can help. The thing I like about BetterHelp is that it meets a very real need and you can get the help you need with minimal hassle or even leaving your house. So what is therapy exactly? Well, it's whatever you want it to be. Get some tools to help with motivation, depression, anxiety, battling your temper, stress, dealing with insecurity in relationships or at work, whatever you need. It's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. 
It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. See if it's for you because you are your greatest asset. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and a Slob Comes Clean listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash clean. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash clean. Use the energy to go ahead and get started. And the reason I say this is a lot of times people will say, here's just some examples of, you know, things that I hear a lot is like, oh, yes, okay, I think I finally understand. All right, well, I'm gonna have to talk to my family about how we're gonna start doing this in our house. And I'm like, "Uh, it'd be better if you just went ahead and did the dishes like today, tomorrow, the next day, the next day, the next day. And then as there's some actual experience in your house, as there's actually some improvement in your house that you're going to find just by doing the dishes on your own, then there's going to be a frame of reference for people. Okay. There, you have a frame of reference because you've watched my video or listened to my podcast or read my book or whatever. They don't have a frame of reference. If your house is out of control, they don't have that frame of reference. And so you're not only going to be saying, Hey guys, I watched this crazy lady on YouTube or I listened to this crazy lady's podcast and she was talking about how we need to do the dishes every single day and that's going to make a big difference. And you're convinced because you have heard me talk about it or read my book where I explained it and your family instead is going to look at you like, what, what are you talking about? Do the dishes every day. We don't do that here. What? And just the fact that you would then have to explain to them something that you haven't personally experienced, it's only secondhand information that you have gotten from this crazy lady on the internet. So you're going to have to explain it to them and be like, well, so she said, but then also the frustration that you feel and honestly, the kind of, you know, failure that you feel from seeing the expressions on their faces or experiencing their resistance or experiencing their, you know, maybe lack of confidence that you know what you're talking about because they've lived in your house for a while. All those things are going to zap your emotional energy and it's going to make it that much harder to get started. So trying to get them on board, that's a lot of work. Put that same energy into doing the dishes. Put that same energy instead into decluttering a visible space of your stuff and neutral stuff, stuff that you don't even have to ask them about. Even if that means you work in a visible space and you leave the stuff that's theirs and you just get rid of your own stuff first, that space is going to be better. That space is going to look better. It's going to be visible. And so your family is going to, you know, notice, even if they don't say that they notice, but eventually they're going to notice and you're going to experience a lot of that decluttering momentum from being able to see the results of just worrying about your own stuff and neutral stuff. And that momentum is going to keep you going. And eventually, I can't promise it because everybody's different, except that I hear it from people all the time. And it happened to me. Eventually, your family will start to see, oh, things are changing in our house. Oh, mom really is. And I know I'm saying mom. And I know there's all different kinds of situations here, roommates, dads, whoever. But because I'm talking from my own perspective and my own experience, 
people will start to say, oh, mom is really getting stuff out of the house. She's actually doing that. Instead of just talking to us about how we should, we're starting to see that the house really is different. And they're going to experience living in a house with less, even though it's just your stuff and neutral stuff that is gone. Okay. So getting started is not about getting everybody on board. Getting started is about doing the dishes and starting to get clutter out of your house. Okay. Actually out of your house as much as you can do on your own. Got it? Which most likely, especially since we start with trash in my decluttering process, because we start with trash, putting stuff in a black trash bag. I mean, literally, that's what it takes to get started, which takes no emotional energy. And you will see real progress and you'll see see real impact of your work that you're not going to see if you spent all of your emotional energy getting frustrated over trying to explain to your family all the things you're going to do. Okay. So you got to give them that frame of reference first so that you don't have to explain all of that. Um, thinking that getting started is a team effort. It's not, but thinking that it is, um, causes unnecessary waiting. You know, I, I mean, the first step of the decluttering process is trash. There is literally nothing to wait and do first. If you don't have a black trash bag, use whatever you have. Use a shopping bag. Use a white trash bag. Use whatever it is that you have and start throwing away trash. There is that that's part of the reason why this whole just declutter and starting with trash is so effective because there is nothing to do first. There's no preparation to do. And that's why it's so effective and helps me get going and helps me make so much more progress than I ever did before when I kept coming up with all these things to do before I actually got started. Well, convincing your family that we're all gonna do this, that's unnecessary waiting. That justifies procrastination. It is procrastination to first try to explain to everybody what the future is going to look like before you actually start throwing away trash. Okay. I know, right? But it does. It causes and justifies unnecessary wait time before you actually get started. Um, And and I'm just going to say that talking to the person who is how I was when I got started, a lot of the guilt, you know, a lot of the reason why I always thought, okay, I need to get my whole family on board in the very beginning and explain to them what I was doing is because I felt that responsibility as the mom in this household, you know, and I felt a lot of guilt for all the things that I hadn't done well in the past past and the things I hadn't taught them before. And so because I felt that guilt, you know, that that was part of my reason why I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, start changing how I'm teaching them from the very beginning of starting this process of changing my home. And instead, you know, my, my unexpected gift when I started all this anonymously, not even telling my husband or my family what I was doing was that it made me focus on myself and what I was doing and what I wasn't doing. Because I did that, I was able to learn how all this works in a pressure-free environment. Okay. I was able to focus on doing my dishes every day and 
didn't know how much I would learn from doing that about how a, how a house functions and how people keep their houses under control and dishes math and all that kind of stuff. I was able to learn that, which you may have heard me talk about it for almost 300 podcasts now. And yet you are only really, truly going to learn it when you do it in your house. Like you will finally understand, oh, that's what she meant. Okay, that's what she was talking about. And you will really learn it as you do it. Because I wasn't bringing my family on board ahead of time, like I had tried so many other times before, I was just able to learn it without the pressure of being the leader in this. You see what I'm saying? Like there's there's a real, when you say, okay, family, we're changing everything starting today. You're putting yourself in a leadership position in an area where you don't necessarily know exactly what to do other than having heard me say it or read my books. Go ahead and do the things. Go ahead and declutter and have those moments where you go, oh, wow, she wasn't kidding when she says that if you just throw away trash, it helps you get started. Oh, wow. It really does make an impact when I spend five minutes doing this. Oh, wow. The take it there now, letting me declutter without making a bigger mess. I can't even believe the difference that makes all those things. I'm just telling you guys, if you will experience that, it will make leading your family and explaining it to your family natural. Where if you're putting yourself into a leadership position from the very beginning, before you've done anything, it it just makes it so much harder. I, I mean, it just puts the pressure on you and is going to make any failure feel a lot more monumental. Okay. If you have lectured and explained and said, guys, we're doing this different. We are going to do the dishes every single day. I need everybody on board. We're going to do the dishes every single day. And then three days go by and it never occurred to you to do the dishes. And I'm just telling you, your kids are not going to remind you. Okay. Because they're gonna be like, whew, good. She forgot again. Um, but if you go three days, then if you made a big deal about how we're going to start doing this and everything is different now, and I mean it this time, guys, if you made that big speech and then you go three days, it's, it's a real feeling of not just, oh my goodness, I didn't do my dishes, but oh my goodness, now, you know, why will they ever believe me again in the future? You know I mean? If it makes, it causes a lot of that mom guilt where if you will just go ahead and do the dishes every day, And then a three-day period happens where you don't think about it. You on your own get to go, wow, she wasn't kidding about dishes math. That's right. Three days worth of dishes is ridiculous. And now I'm motivated to make sure I do the dishes every day because I'm reminded that dishes math is real. And you get to go through that experience on your own, which is going to encourage you and remind you and motivate you to do the dishes every single day. And you get to experience that before you've given the big speeches so that then when you do bring your family in on it and a three-day period happens, then you're much more able to go, oh my goodness. Yep. This is how it goes. Guys, see how much, see how much harder it is when, when I let it go, when we forget to do the dishes. Yeah. See, this is what I was talking about. This is what I've learned as opposed to, okay, fine. I just give up you know, that happens when you've put yourself in that leadership position that's so much extra pressure, all right? 
Let's talk about one of our sponsors, ButcherBox. Not everyone has convenient access to high quality meat. I know it can be hard to find 100% grass fed and finished beef, free range organic chicken, heritage breed pork, or wild caught salmon at the grocery store. Not to mention how expensive and limited the selection can be when you do find it. Luckily, today's sponsor, ButcherBox, couldn't be easier. Just sign up, select your box, and they ship it right to your door every month. And when you sign up now, you can get a free essentials bundle in your first box, three pounds of chicken breast, two pounds of pork chops, and two pounds of ground beef, all for free in your first box. Who doesn't love free meat? ButcherBox is a no-brainer. It's the best meat shipped right to my door, which means one less trip to the store. It literally, y'all, could not be easier. The meat shows up on my doorstep, frozen, and already packaged, so it's ready to go straight into my freezer. ButcherBox is the most affordable and convenient way to get healthy, humanely raised meat. With ButcherBox, you get the highest quality meat around for just $6 a meal, and they even have free shipping nationwide except Alaska and Hawaii. Sorry. For a limited time, ButcherBox is offering new members a free essentials bundle in their first box. That's three pounds of chicken breast, two pounds of pork chops, and two pounds of ground beef, all for free in your first box. Just go to butcherbox.com slash slob. That's butcherbox.com slash slob to get a free essentials bundle in your first box. Honestly, you know, one of the biggest reasons why I encourage you to um, worry about yourself first, to not view getting started as a team effort, is that it is really easy in the ahead of time when you're like, here I'm in a miserable state, my house is in a mess. I look to the future when my house is going to be perfect. And I try to see what's going to happen between now and then before I actually get started. It's much easier to look around and see what other people are and aren't doing. And because you're focused on the things that they are and aren't doing, it's really easy to not pay so much attention to the things that you are and are not doing. Okay. It's much easier to see someone else's faults, to see someone else's clutter. When I see someone, like when I look at a cluttered space, the first things that I can just clearly easily identify as stuff that we do not need in our house is someone else's stuff. It just is, you know, it's just like what that's somebody else's stuff. (laughs) Obviously, that doesn't need to be here. And my stuff, because my brain has justified so many times why it's sitting there, you know, oh, well, that's waiting to be done, or that's something I'm gonna have to make a decision on later. I don't even see that kind of stuff. All right. But I can see their stuff. If I am bringing in the team effort, you know, trying to, you know, make it a a team effort before I even get started, then I can bring this person with me over to this pile of clutter and say, look at your stuff right here. You need to get rid of that and that you haven't used that in forever and that in forever. Y'all swap the roles and think about if someone was doing that to you while their own stuff was in the exact same pile and all over the place. And they were not talking at all about their own stuff. They were only talking about your stuff. I mean, that's not a, it's not effective. Okay. I mean, they're going to be just like you're seeing their stuff that shouldn't be there. They're going to be seeing your stuff that shouldn't be there. 
it, it just doesn't go very well. Y'all, I don't know if I've told this story. Maybe it's been long enough. Maybe I've also already told it, but um, I do think maybe it's been long enough now that my mother-in-law has been gone for over, oh, almost two years. Oh, goodness. So when my mother-in-law moved into, um, we went through several, if y'all have been around a long time, you already know all this. Like it's, it was a saga for many years, but there was a time period where she lived in a nursing home and my father-in-law was still at their house and she eventually was able to go back home for like a year or two before they ended up moving into an assisted living together, which he passed away right as that happened. But anyway, y'all know those stories. That's, those details are not important. Um, the, the point that I'm trying to make is when she was living in a nursing home and he was home by himself, he decided to declutter, but he only decluttered her stuff while she was gone. You guys, that was not a happy, pretty, lovely moment when she realized what he had done after she got home. I mean, and it was, but it was also for me such a lesson because I looked at that and I was like, I can totally see why he would do that. Like I can absolutely see how he's like, oh, I need to get rid of stuff in this house. And I honestly think it was him realizing clutter threshold, like the less stuff that's in this house, the less stuff there is to worry about. And so he's like, well, I want to get rid of some stuff. And so he just started getting rid of her things and her stuff would drive him bananas. And yet he had his own tons of stuff that she then (laughs) would be able to see and be like, you got rid of all my stuff when all of your stuff is sitting there. It was not a a positive thing. Okay. Um, it, It just, it doesn't go well. And it turns decluttering into a power struggle because when that starts to be what's going on, it is so natural for it to fall into a, why should I get rid of my stuff when you're not getting rid of your stuff? which then makes me hold on to my stuff more, which is really the opposite of what you were trying to achieve when you said, hey, let's tackle this space together. Where if you will go ahead and get rid of your stuff so that the only stuff left in this space is their stuff, then to ask them to tackle this stuff, it makes sense, okay? You know, to be able to say, hey, have you noticed that the entryway looks so much better? Or hopefully they'll say it on their own, but maybe they won't. But you know, hey, I've worked on the entryway quite a bit and the stuff that's left there is yours. Um, do you want me to help you go through it and see what, you know, we can get rid of and put away and all that? That's a real different situation. That's a real different story to ask someone to come over and say, hey, can I help you? Um, you know, can we, can we work through this stuff together when your stuff is gone and they can see this space does look better? Oh, she already dealt with her own stuff. She's not asking me to do something that she hasn't done first because that's where the power struggle comes in. Because if you, if you show me this messy space and you say, who you need to get rid of your stuff and half of it or more is your stuff. I'm like, well, no, I think I'll just keep my stuff. No, you know, I mean, maybe there are people who are fine with other people pointing out their faults when their own faults are glaring and right there in the open. Um, I am not one of those people. I just am not. I am one of those people who likes to, um, you know, (laughs) don't tell me what to do when, and especially when you haven't done it. Okay. So 
my, my reason that I bring this up is just to remind you that if you are feeling inspired, just go ahead and declutter. There's nothing to do first, including getting other people on board. Most likely, I am sure there is someone listening who is perfect, but most likely there are things that you can go ahead and do. There is stuff that you in the visible areas and going on through. If let's say the only clutter in visible areas is someone else's, first of all, go look and pull out anything that's yours. Like go ahead and try to see if there is something of yours. Because I personally am still surprised when I'm like, oh my word, all this stuff is his. And then I'm like, no, I'm just going to look for anything that's mine. And the space is significantly better just when I remove my stuff, even though there's some of his stuff or quite a bit of his stuff left over. Just getting rid of my stuff makes the space better. So go ahead and do that. Work on your own spaces because you don't need to put yourself in this position where I have to convince people, get them on board, get them to agree, um, help them to see the problem, help them to see how much better things could be. That's a lot to do before you start throwing away trash. Instead, just start throwing away trash. Okay. I hope that was helpful. Um, I do want to remind you guys that, um, it is May and so this is like, I think there's this one and then three more podcasts after this Ah. before I take my summer break. I do that for my own sanity because, um, it just lets me focus on my family and other things and the craziness in the midst of no routine during the summer and not feel the pressure of getting one of these out every week. But there are a couple things that I have as advice for you before that. First of all, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast in whatever feed that you use. If you use whatever app that you use, or if you listen online, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. If you want to be subscribed to get an email when a new podcast comes out, you can go to aslobcomesclean.com slash podcasts with an S. And um, there's a special newsletter there that you can subscribe to. If you're worried that you're going to lose all your progress over the summer, just remember there's like almost 300 of these podcasts now, and you should be able to, um, keep listening. If you, I know many of you have listened to them all, but if you haven't, it's a great time to go back and listen to maybe pick and choose which ones that you, um, you know, think would, would help you. Other things, um, are, I am going to let you guys know, because I know sometimes people get worked up over, you know, I only listen to podcasts. And so they don't want me spending any time on anything else because they only want to listen to podcasts. And then some people really get worked up about, you know, you should only be writing blog posts or whatever. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you guys so nobody gets mad, but I am going to keep doing YouTube videos over the summer. I've actually been doing almost every single week since January, a YouTube video. And the reason I'm going to keep going over the summer is that, um, the reason I've been doing YouTube videos is that it is my 17 year old's job to edit them for me. And he manages the YouTube channel. So all I have to do is record videos and then he does everything else. And because it's his job and the kid still needs, you know, to make money, (laughs) um, he talked me into not taking a summer break from YouTube. So this is the first time in, I think it's been like 10 years that I've done anything on the blog over the summer, but uh, guys, I really like doing this with him. Like it's been a very fun thing that, um, we've 
had the chance to do together. So anyway, so if you see that I'm still making YouTube videos, don't get your undies in a wad. It's not that I've like chosen YouTube over podcasts. It's simply that my kid needs a job. So anyway, um, that's why that will keep going. And so maybe it's a time where you go and you watch some YouTube videos, or maybe you just listen to the YouTube videos because it's mostly just me yakking, you know, you just listen to those like you would a podcast. Who knows? Anyway, or, uh, and, or you should join Patreon. I mean, this is a great time when you're like, I need the encouragement over the summertime. So join us at patreon.com slash a slob comes clean. I'll have the link in the show notes as well. And so maybe this is a good time for you to try that out and see if um, maybe, you know, being a patron of the show, which one of the perks of that, okay, you're just supporting the show by being a patron. But one of the perks of that is that you do get to join a an exclusive Facebook group that is um, only for patrons of the show. And it's a great place where people support each other. So uh, if you want to maybe say, okay, this summer, I'm, I'm going to do that, give that a try, go to patreon.com slash the slob comes clean. Okay. I just wanted to remind you of all that before it gets too late. And if you're subscribed, then when I start back up in August, you will, you know, my podcast will automatically download in whatever podcast app that you have. So, all right. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.